Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for Pickup Artist. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. We're about to read the page for pickup artists. I'm sure there's going to be lots of stuff that makes you go, what, why would people do this? How did people get away with this? What the hell? But let's figure it out, shall we? All right. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Is this on Valentine's? This is not coming out on Valentine's Day. No, it's not. (laughs) All right. Pickup artists. Pickup artists, P U A self-identified as dating coaches the seduction community or the pickup community is a movement of men whose goal is seduction and sexual success with women the community exists through internet newsletters and blogs marketing eg banner ads seminars one-on-one coaching forums and groups as well as local clubs known as layers oh (laughs) yeah Yikes. The rise of seduction science. Seduction science. Game or studied charisma has been attributed to modern forms of dating and social norms between sexes, which have developed from a perceived increase in the equality of women in Western society and changes to traditional gender roles. Commentators in the media have described game as sexist or misogynistic. 
Modern pickup artist practice dates at least to 1970 with the publication of How to Pick Up Girls by Eric Weber. However, one self-described picker-upper of women preceding Weber was rational, emotive psychotherapist Albert Ellis. Yes, we love Albert Ellis. Sorry, go on. Wow. Psychotherapist Albert Ellis, who wrote... The Art of Erotic Seduction in 1967 with Roger Conway. It is a how-to guide for men that encourage them to meet women through the pickup. In 1991, Ross Jeffries taught... Oh my God, it's Ross Jeffries! It sure is Ross Jeffries. He taught workshops, promoted a collection of neuro-linguistic programming NLP techniques called Speed Seduction, SS and published a short book on his techniques, How to Get the Woman You Desire into Bed. Other exponents established themselves in roughly the same era, but lacked contacts with each other. In 1994, Louis de then a student of Jeffrey's, founded the news group Alt Seduction Fast, ASF. This then spawned a network of other internet discussion forums, email lists, blogs, and sites where seduction techniques could be exchanged. In the late 1990s, Clifford Lee began his Cliff's List seduction letter as a central independent voice of the community. Other pickup teachers emerged with competing methods and became known within this community as seduction gurus or gurus. The community was brought to greater mainstream awareness with the 1999 drama film Magnolia, in which Tom Cruise portrayed a charismatic yet embittered and emotionally troubled pickup guru who was loosely modeled on Ross Jeffries. I didn't know that. I forgot Uh that was a part of plot of that movie because it did rain frogs in that movie. So did it? Yes, it did. Were they levitating? No. They oh. were just, they were dying. Oh, I thought I had seen that movie until you said that there were frogs falling from the sky. And now I'm thinking I haven't seen it. Magnolia is a movie where if you are not with the movie, by the time it starts raining frogs, you're not with that movie for the rest of the movie. <laughs> I am so curious now. In 2005, journalist Neil Strauss published The Game, Penetrating the Secret Society of Pickup Artists, an expose of the PUA community. The game reached the New York Times bestseller list and made pickup techniques known to a wider audience. The community was further publicized with the television show The Pickup Artist, 2007 to 2008 on VH1. Did you work on that? No. Within the community, seduction layers are underground meeting groups for men devoted to the study of obtaining sex taught in the seduction community. Layers first begin as study groups soon after Ross Jeffries released his first products and began teaching sometime in the early 1990s. A layer typically involves two elements, an online forum and group meetings. Why do they call it a layer? Don't they know that sounds nefarious? Isn't that the worst name for a thing? It is like, yeah, it's like a layer is just like it's like when superheroes call them or super villains call themselves villains, like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Like that's that's what that sounds like. It does. It's it's very strange. Honestly, this whole article so far is like kind of uncomfortable. 
Well, it is part of our world, which is full of uncomfortable things. That's true. Concepts. Many pickup artists work on their game by improving their understanding of psychology. Their confidence and self-esteem are termed inner game. And their social skills and physical appearance, physical fitness, fashion sense, grooming are the outer game. Many members of the community believe that one's game is refined through regular practice, with the idea that the abilities needed to interact in this way with women can be improved. Pickup artists have a set of acronyms and jargon for describing male-female dynamics and social interaction. For example... Average Frustrated Chump, AFC, is a term coined by Ross Jeffries to describe males who are typically clueless and incompetent with women. Theory. The original Jeffries version of Pickup is based on neurolinguistic programming, NLP, a theory that claims existence of a connection between neurological processes, language, and behavioral patterns learned through experience. This version of Pickup supposes that one can model a person to obtain their skills. But according to scientific consensus, NLP is a pseudoscience and its methods have no evidentiary base. Jeffries proposes to imitate seduction experts to obtain their skills and attract women's attention and founds his claim on NLP. More modern pickup gurus gave up his strongest claims while still using basic elements of NLP. The pickup community has a special terminology which allows to distinguish the initiated. Pickup terms are borrowed from the everyday English vocabulary or from special areas like business terminology, thus are quite transparent for novices. Pickup terminology is mostly based on the following kinds of terminology. Military terminology, for example, a woman one seduces is called a target. Jeez. Sports terminology. For example, a process of seduction is called a game. Business terminology. For example, there are seduction strategies of raising own value and lowering her value. That doesn't sound good. Also not written very well. I think it should be there are seduction strategies to raise one own's value. It's bad and badly written sentence. Shame on the author. The borrowing of the terminology corresponds to the process called framing, which means recontextualization of a situation within the perspective of another situation like sports training. In the process of framing, the terms from several different domains are used. It can be considered as a metaphorical translation from one situation to another. The framing is also used to reduce tension of the need to succeed because in the training, there is no problem in failure. Pickup artist. A pickup artist, commonly abbreviated PUA, is a person who practices finding multiple sexual partners. Such a person purportedly abides by a certain system deemed effective by that community in his attempts to seduce partners. Ah, so if it's accepted in one's own social group, that makes it okay. The use of pickup in this context, slang for making a casual acquaintance with a stranger in anticipation of sexual relations, was popularized by the 1970 book How to Pick Up Girls by Eric Weber and by Pickup Times, a short-lived 1970s magazine, and the 1987 semi-autobiographical romantic comedy The Pickup Artist, written and directed by James Toback. 
More recent works of pickup artist culture include Neil Strauss's book, The Game, Penetrating the Secret Society of Pickup Artists, and the 2007 VH1 reality television series, The Pickup Artist, starring the pickup artist, Mystery. The former pickup artist, Roosh V, who has since recanted of his past and converted to Oriental Orthodox Christianity, previously had self-published 14 books describing techniques for seducing women. According to Salon, such books are the cash cow of the pickup industry. The term pickup artist is also associated with a male heterosexual subculture which strives to improve sexual success with women. Routines and gambits are developed to stimulate purported attraction switches, sometimes combined with mental conditioning techniques such as neuro-linguistic programming. Members aim to improve their seductive capabilities through the development of various lifestyles. The culture surrounding pickup has spawned an entire industry servicing those who want to improve their social and seduction skills with consultations and infield training. I'd like to experience this infield training. <laughs> Pickup artists receive mixed to negative responses from the press and general public, with many regarding both the practice and theory as immoral, sexist, and ineffective. In 2014, following widely supported public petitions, U.S.-based PUA speaker and instructor Julian Blank was denied entry to both the United Kingdom and Australia, after he published YouTube videos explaining and demonstrating behaviors such as grabbing women by the throat and forcing their heads towards his crotch. That what? went in a direction that I was not expecting. Wow. <laughs> but I think Donald Trump would be a fan. Uh, pickup artists have also been parodied as in the March 2011 the Scott Mills show, BBC Radio 1, debated Neil Strauss's The Game on many shows. Psychologist Petra Boynton has stated that there is no evidence of effectiveness for any claims of pickup artists. Research by Nathan Osh of the University of Oxford Department of Experimental Psychology, however, confirmed attraction and seduction principles as described in Strauss's books on the subject do have a factual basis in social physiological and evolutionary psychology well i mean i think there's no question as to whether or not some of the pickup artist techniques work the question is whether or not they are moral or <laughs> i mean they're just not you know a good idea they're not good and good to people they don't show empathy for those that you're dealing with i yeah, mean I'm yes it does work to beat someone down psychologically to get something from them but that's not how you should do it yeah grabbing women by their throats is probably not a good idea practices there are a variety of pua schools of thought that promote numerous different methods these range from approaches that are very indirect and stress starting with casual conversation before building into a flirt to methods in which attraction is communicated very openly and directly most PUAs acknowledge the distinction between so-called inner game and outer game, where the former relates to techniques directed towards increasing one's self-confidence and mindset, whilst the latter are about actual interaction with real people. Inner game may involve taking greater care in one's looks and presentation, 
identifying and neutralizing self-defeating mental habits, also known as limiting beliefs, and developing mental routines to build confidence. Outer game involves actual interaction with individuals and groups of people, from body language to conversation. The pickup artist may frequent a self-help group and converse with MRAs, men's rights activists, incels, involuntary celibates, and other PUAs to discuss techniques. Uh, yes, the incels are back. Involuntary celibates. You know, I don't even think that I knew that term. Oh. I mean, because it's never happened to me. Hi! Well, unfortunately, with my existence on this planet, I have encountered many incels in my DMs. Do they identify themselves as incels? Like, hello, I'm an incel trying to break the streak. <laughs> Is that what they... Sometimes some of them, not openly to me, but like I know that some incels do self-identify that way. But generally speaking, they they don't, in my experience. Seems self-defeating, kind of like the uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. <laughs> I uh, don't know your reference. The Brotherhood of Evil Mutants? Yep. Yes, that is what uh, Magneto and his team used to call each other when they would fight the X-Men. They're like, ah. we're the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. <laughs> And nobody was like, you're calling yourself evil? In the game, Neil Strauss documents various practices among pickup artists. Members of the community believe in achieving success with women through putatively scientific and empirical means rather than by relying on good looks or instinct or by following societal courtship conventions. The practice of going out with the purpose of meeting women is known as sarging, a term coined by Ross Jeffries after his cat Sarge. A pickup artist can sarge alone or with a wingman. I love that this term is based on the name of his cat. Yes. Jeffries employed neuro-linguistic programming techniques for the purposes of sexual conquest. Although Strauss claims in the game that NLP was quickly rendered obsolete by the rise of techniques based on social dynamics, particularly Eric von Markovic's mystery method. The mystery method describes seduction as a linear process involving three stages, establishing attraction, building comfort, and seduction, each of which involves a variety of techniques. Negging, one of von Markovic's most famous and controversial techniques, has been described as the practice of giving a woman a backhanded compliment such as, nice nails, are they real? To weaken her confidence and therefore render her more vulnerable to seduction. Or that depriving a woman of obsequious validation and attention will influence her to seek it from the man who negs her. Strauss refers to negs as disqualifiers in his book Rules of the Game, emphasizing that the primary purpose of using a neg is not to put a woman down, but for a man to disqualify himself as a potential suitor, thereby allowing for interaction to start on less loaded terms. Connor Friedsdorf lambasted the use of negging by pickup artists, but admitted that, based on his observations, negging did appear to be effective at generating attraction from some women. Pawning is trading or discarding an unwanted woman as proof of the pickup artist's own social value and going caveman is escalating physical contact while reducing verbal contact. 
One constellation of POA techniques called last minute resistance tactics, LMR tactics, is designed to convince a woman to have sex after she has indicated that she doesn't want to. This includes tactics from those which are mutually beneficial, such as being okay with the woman being on her period to callous manipulation and rape. This article just keeps getting worse and worse. Well, I'm glad that they're straight up calling it rape. Yes. Because they should. Approaching and opening. Pickup artists generally assume the mindset that men should lead and initiate contacts and plans in general in order to be more attractive and that women will not generally initiate contact, although they want men to, requiring men to begin any interaction by approaching them. But many have also cultivated a sensitivity to direct and indirect signals of possible sexual interest. Pickup artists often practice approaching and opening repetitively, Some have done thousands of approaches. Strauss describes a pickup artist who did 125 approaches in one day. Mystery method encourages approaching groups of strangers, starting indirect conversations and giving attention to all members of the group without initiating conversation with the target until attraction has been established. Criticism. Having a notorious reputation outside the community, The PUA movement has been described as sexist, misogynistic, and pseudoscientific. Roosh V has been called hateful and a misogynist for his views on women and sex by the Southern Poverty Law Center and accused of rape advocacy and multiple instances of rape depicted in his books. Feminist BDSM writer and activist Clarice Thorne, author of Confessions of a Pickup Artist Chaser, Long Interviews with Hideous Men, criticizes the POA community as frequently absurd and sexist, pushy and problematic, and encouraging adversarial gender roles. However, she also argues that POA tactics are worth understanding because they are not unique to the POA community, but instead represent society-wide beliefs and patterns and strategies of human sexual behavior. Other dating coaches, such as Sebastian Harris, publicly speak against the misogynistic tendencies of pickup artists. The UCLA Center for the Study of Women argues that POA culture is misogynist and exists on a continuum of sexist behaviors and attitudes that includes rape and murder. This is getting super dark. Yep. (laughs) Media coverage. Pickup artists have received increased media attention since the publication of Neil Strauss's article on the community in the New York Times and his memoir, The Game. Response has been varied. It has been called misogynistic, and a review of the game in the San Francisco Chronicle characterized the community as a puerile cult of sexual conquest and calls its tactics sinister and pathetic. According to the review, if women in this book are sometimes treated as a commodity, they come out looking better than the men who can be downright loathsome and show themselves eventually to be pretty sad dysfunctional characters. Feminists tend to be critical of pickup artists. Beatrix Campbell has stated that the game sexually objectifies women, arguing that nowhere from its description do you get a sense of men being helped to be human in an easy and agreeable way. It's not about having any rapport or relationship. The only thing that will help them in relationships is empathy and liking women. According to an article in iWeekly, some feminists believe that pickup 
isn't just cheesy, it's offensive. The article cites a proposal put forward by a feministblogs.org writer as an alternative to the formula used by expert PUAs. Shake my hand. Say hi. My name is whatever. Treat me like a human being. Avoid seeing women as conquest and men as competition. An article in the Houston Press claimed that pickup artist activity isn't the lechfest it might sound like. The article quotes the webmaster of confidentup.com defending the community. It's no more deceptive than push-up bras or heels or going to the gym to work out. This isn't just a game of words and seduction. It's an overall life improvement. Strauss says, I really think all of these routines and manipulations are just a way for a guy to get his foot in the door so that if a woman connects with him, she can still choose him and that pickup techniques can be used for good or evil. He argues that women are incredibly intuitive. The creepy guys with bad intentions don't do nearly as well as the guys who love and respect women. Several writers describe observing pickup artists firsthand. Some women recount experiences with men they believe to be pickup artists and try to pick them up. And some men recount trying out pickup techniques. Catherine Townsend, writing for The Independent, describes a negative experience with a man she believed was a pickup artist and used a lot of negs on her. The problem is that some guys clearly don't know when to quit. An article in San Francisco Magazine recounts the experience of the blogger Dolly, who's the author of the popular sex blog, The Truth About Cocks and Dolls, with pickup artists. According to the article, Dolly was put off by the PUAs at first, but after she met more, including two from San Francisco, she wrote a letter to the Village Voice defending them in response to the paper's negative article on the subject in March. POAs try to create a fun, positive, and exciting experience for the woman, Dolly wrote. The credo many follow is, leave her better than you found her. What's so bad about that? That they want to get laid to? Guess what? Guys have always wanted sex and will continue to want sex. You can't fault them for finally discovering methods that are successful. A little too general and overall, because I feel like a lot more going on in the pickup artist community that you can't just like make a broad statement to defend them all in general. I think yeah, you need I agree. to be more specific. After spending three days immersed in a mystery method corp, now Love Systems seminar, Gene Weingarten expressed his uneasiness about a step-by-step tutorial for men in how to pick up women, make them comfortable in your presence, and bed them ideally within seven hours of your first meeting, and wondered aloud, is there something inherently wrong with the notion of sexual conquest as a classroom-taught skill, complete with a long hierarchy of lines that work seemingly spontaneous topics of conversation that are anything but spontaneous, tricks for seeming vulnerable, and tips on how to behave so as to deliver subtle but effective nonverbal inducements to intimacy. For an article for The Times Online, Hugo Rifkind participated in a seminar by Neil Strauss. Rifkind describes initially struggling with pickup techniques, eventually learning to attract women's interest, and then feeling guilty. Rifkind writes, After a little more practice, my game is improving dramatically. I can open with fluency, and there's an injection of confidence which comes from knowing exactly what you're going to say next. When he attracts a woman's attention, she is, quite honestly, 
looking at me like I'm the most fascinating person she's ever met as a human being and perhaps more crucially as somebody with a girlfriend. I feel like absolute scum. Commercialization. The media attention and rapid increase in pickup artists has led to commercialization and competition. Gurus sell workshops, books, ebooks, DVDs, CDs, and online video courses and video call mentoring over the internet. In the game, Strauss describes the competition between gurus in the journal teaching of these methods is shown by way of 50 plus examples. Academic research. An academic paper on the community published in 2012 by Eric C. Hendricks in the journal Cultural Analysis details the value system guiding successful pickup artists based on an international study including participant observation of boot camp and lair meetings in Germany. The article argues that the values of successful practitioners of the Venusian arts are informed by an intertwining of hedonistic goals and diffused forms of innerworldly Skepticism. According to Hendricks, the hedonistic goal of sexual satisfaction interacts in a complex fashion with a set of disciplinarian and anesthetic values. And the author stresses that these disciplinarian and aesthetic values are central to the value system of performant practitioners, even though the marketing of gurus often promises an easy, effortless, quick fix. Nathan Wish from the University of Oxford Department of Experimental Psychology claims to have confirmed attraction and pickup principles as described in Strauss's books on the subject do have a factual basis in social, physiological, and evolutionary psychology. Andrew King's cultural history of the pickup artist in the journal Sexuality and Culture argues that, as a genre, the growth of PUA philosophy parallels the rise of feminism in academic and popular culture, and in some ways can be seen as a critique of its limitations, particularly the idea of gender egalitarianism. Here's some notable members of the pickup artist community. Julian Blanc. Ross Jeffries. Neil Strauss. Eric Von Markovic. Roosh V. Eric Weber. Avoid those dudes as much as you can, everybody. Because <laughs> this... uh, the pickup artist world doesn't seem to be that great. This article was not at all what I expected it to be. It's pretty much what I expected it to be. I know that like there is controversy around the pickup artist people. I am glad that they labeled some of the stuff that they do as unsatisfactory, which is great because, you know, call it what it is. Yep. Call it what it is. This has been the Wikipedia page for Pickup Artist. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't DM us if you're just trying to pick me up. Don't forget to subscribe. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, please let us know. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.